We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Edge, Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter, and welcome back from the MLB All Star break. I hope you had a nice little vacation. Uh, there was some summer league NBA action. I know some people golf, golf still going on, right? But we're coming back right now to another UFC. Uh, pretty, pretty crappy card, right? From a from a talent perspective, but that's what we'll be talking about today. Taking a first look. At the MMA slate, 13 fights as of now. As of now, they still got to weigh in. You, you never know. But we got 13 fights as of now. It's a, it's a bit of a late start. 7 p.m. slate tomorrow, which means uh, tomorrow I'll be on with uh, Mike H3 Buddha Brown. 6.30 Eastern for crunch time. So, uh, so check that out. That's a free show here on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Hit everything you want. Good morning to the chat, the YouTube chat, the early birds. 
right? Watas has been bored this week. That's nice. Defect, Robin Taylor, Andrew Garcia. Good morning. Good morning. It's Fighting Friday. Got the MMA slate coming up. Take a first look. If you want a, a, a breakdown of all the fights, get Roto Grinders Premium. Get, get the whole package. The whole shebang. NFL, NBA, MLB, college football, college basketball, summer league, WNBA, soccer, everything, tennis. Get it. Click on that link in the description. Get $10 off your first month, and you'll get the Ground and Pound podcast. That'll, that should come out today with Liam and Mike. You get the expert survey. You get the fight breakdowns. You get lineup HQ. You get the projections. You get everything. So go check that out and build your lineups. But we are going to take a first look at this slate. And as we always do for, for MMA slates, we look at the two contextual variables that matter the most when it comes to, play, especially playing large field GPPs, where your goal is pretty much how to find the nuts, how to find the nut lineup, the lineup that's the most best possible lineup. Usually in the large field GPPs, the winning lineup is going to be a lineup that either is the nuts or comes close to the nuts. So what does that lineup look like contextually? We take a look at two things. Take a look at number of fights, spreads of the fights, size of the slate, spreads of the fights. Okay. Size of the slate, 13. So it's a bit, a bit larger. And I'll bring up my, my, uh, my Google sheet right here, preliminarily filled out, right? Uh, 13 fights, which means Based, uh, you know, it's in middle, middle, large. I mean, in recent memory, this is a larger card, uh, which means we're prioritizing a little bit more of of ceiling equity rather than just, you know, straight up winning. And this is especially true for the underdogs, right? So we may have some, you know, someone like Estella Nunez at 6,900. That's a decent chance of winning. Tucker Lutz, Austin Linga. We have some, some people down here that have a decent shot at winning, but winning with how many points? So if multiple underdogs win, 70 points for an underdog in a win, probably not going to cut it on a 13-fight card. More There's more fights, so more likely there are going to be fighters that put up 100-plus points. So this size of this slate leans a little bit more towards ceiling. Spreads of the fights. Spreads of the fights dictates the salary dynamics of what that nut lineup could look like. So in a slate where there's a lot of heavy favorites, means there probably not many underdogs are going to win, if any, right? Which means the nut lineup is more likely to be closer to 50K in salary. When the spreads of the fights are much closer, then because more underdogs can win, the salary dynamic dictates that the nut lineup, a 49-2 lineup, could have as much first place equity as a 50K lineup. A 48-5 lineup could have enough equity from, from, a, from a ceiling perspective to win. And this, this slate fits a, little, a bit of that dynamic. It does to some extent, right? We have two, we have maybe three big favorites. I don't know, it's not ridiculous. Jack Della Madeleine is 9,700, minus 550 to win. So not like ridiculous, but still very heavy, five to one or better. As at max maximum against Tyson Nam, he's minus four fifteen. Evan Elder is minus three hundred, but they're ninety seven hundred, ninety six hundred, ninety four hundred. 
that once we start getting down into the low 9K range, I mean, these guys aren't even, they aren't even two to one favorites. I mean, most of the rest of the fights are close enough that the salary, the salaries aren't the same as what you'd see on other slates. We had a slate, what, the other, last week or the week before where, you know, 9K fighter was still minus 300 to win. Right, we have we have nine K fighters that are only like minus one seventy seven, minus one forty seven. Make Mel Mel I can't even pronounce that name. Mel Melchiziel Costa minus two forty. Alan Perez two thirty five, and then eighty seven hundred down is like practically Pickums, right? I think Munoz is a, l- a little bit underpriced, right? I mean, we're not used to seeing a ninety three hundred dollar fighter only be like a sixty four percent win probably. Which means that there are more underdogs on this slate. I mean, this could be a slate that a, a decent amount of underdogs win. You could, you could, there may be five, six underdogs that win and possibly put up a decent amount of points. So if you're building lineups for large field GPPs, lower that salary floor, right? Don't necessarily think that you need to jam in Jack Della Maddalena at 9,700. Or you do, and then you don't you don't need anyone else in the 9K range. So you could have, you know, lineups. Like, for instance, on this type of slate where <coughs> we have underdogs that have a 40-plus percent chance of winning, that could win with a decent score, right? Terrence McKinney could win in the first round, right? Right? Tucker Lutz could take down Melzik Bag- Bagdasarian. A bunch of times he could put up a hundred points, right? Tucker, I mean, they'll be popular. Duryev against Park. Duryev, Duryev wrestles, right? He's, he's. I mean, what, what is his odds? His odds are what plus one thirty-five. I mean, like that's not prohibitive as an underdog. I mean, we're talking about a forty-three percent win probability. So even if you put in like Duryev there, I mean, any other? I mean, the main event, Mario Buena Silva. She could beat Holly Holm in five rounds, maybe, right? There we go. Still average remaining player salaries, 10,100. I played four underdogs. I mean, you could have Alexander Munoz wrestles against Deaton. Maybe he puts up 100 points, plus points, in a decision. So you put him in there, and then you pick one of these nine, Evan Elder against Valdez. I mean, there you go. I mean, you leave 2,500 on the table. This is an absolutely viable lineup. This is a lineup that, that could score 650, 700 points. So you see here, you done 49-9 lineups. If you're going to go through and you're going to build lineups like this, I mean, imagine building a lineup with like Jack Madalena, right? Holly Holm. Then you, you, take, you take McKinney and Lutz, who should be the two most popular underdogs. Right? You have 8,600 left. Maybe you take... One of the guy, one of the guys from the Prado is Itar fight, which is like the most likely to end inside the distance. I mean, their ITD lines are ridiculous. 125, 145. Now it's probably not going to come due to wrestling. It's going to be someone gets knocked out in the first round. But you take one of those guys, right? You take a Zaitar, you're left with 9,200, right? You could play Costa or something in the lineup, right? Play this type of lineup. Della Madalena, Costa, I mean, you could play anyone you want at this point. Let's say you take Prado instead. Take Prado, you have 9,000, and there you go. You can take Alan Perez. Like this type of lineup, I would try to avoid these types of combinations. 
Essentially, Della Maddalena, McKinney, Lutz, and a main event fighter. And the main event is most likely the five-round fight between Holm and Bueno Silva probably goes the distance. And at 8,600 and 7,600, I mean, there's a pretty decent shot at, you know, putting up a decent amount of points. Especially since Holly Holm now, like, wrestles a lot more. Uses her size. I don't think Bueno Silva ain't. Like, Bueno Silva is just pretty much a striker. And especially since her ground game isn't all that great, maybe Dolly Holm does wrestle more. So at 8,600, she is upside. And then you also have Nazim Sadikov here. Like this Terrence McKinney Sadikov fight. I mean, it's a Terrence McKinney fight. Terrence McKinney fights. Like it's it's rare. It's uh, uh, seven and a half minutes max. Max? Right? I, what, what's the line? I'm going to look at my other other thing. What's the line on the, the one and a half? Over, under one and a half rounds. Okay, not that, not prohibited. Minus 190, under one and a half. But typically his fights end pretty early. So targeting that Sadikov-McKinney fight, especially if you're going to play Sadikov because he's he's good leverage on McKinney. I'm expecting McKinney to be 30, 35 plus, 35 to 40% owned. Right, and I did it on the last light he was on. He got knocked out or whatever. He lost. I played his opponent, Nazim Sadikov. I mean, it's a closely lined fight, minus 151 for Sadikov. So he's a little bit overpriced for his his money line, but he's plus 100 inside the distance. And then you take a look at Tucker Lutz, and like, if he's going to be owned, then you can play Melsic Bagdasarian, plus 180 inside the distance. Now that fight is more likely to go the distance, and Melsic Bagdasarian is, is, I mean, you got five minutes to hit a ceiling with him. Either he's going to knock Tuck and Tucker Lutz out, or you're not you're not getting enough points for 9,200. Obviously, if there's multiple knockdowns, a 30-26 type of fight, maybe. But those would be the leverage plays. The leverage plays on the slate are Bagdazarian and Sadikov. I still think Sadikov will be decently owned. I think a lot of people will be tar- tar- targeting the sadikov McKinney fight. Uh, I don't think many people would be t- targeting the Bagdazarian-Lutz fight. It's just that... Lutz at 7,000 is, is only plus 127 to win. Plus 385 inside the distance isn't great, but I mean, Tucker Lutz, he could have six takedowns, right? Six takedowns, bunch of control time, ground and pound. I mean, he could put up a bunch of points. We have four female fights. We have four women's fights on the slate. And the, the lines on these fights aren't, aren't you know, the ITD lines. Dudakova plus 135. Perez is plus 210. I mean, Dumont versus Chandler most likely goes to the decision. I'm much more likely to play Chandler in this spot than Dumont. I mean, without a not without a knockout, I mean, Dumont really doesn't do anything. Plus 525 inside the distance, which is one of the worst lines on the slate. And she's she's the higher price fighter at 8,400. She'll be low owned. I have her at like 12% owned. But Chan- Chandler, Chandler's plus 275. I mean, she'll be decently on Iber in the low 20s. But with four female fights on the slate, I, I wouldn't, at four, is it four or five? There's one, there's two, there's three, there's, there's four. Yeah, because the main event. I wouldn't be shocked if there's two, two female fighters. I wouldn't be shocked if there's three female fighters in the optimal lineup. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, ownership-wise, I don't know. I mean, ownership, I mean, I'm just estimating right now. Remember, it's, you know, early Friday morning. This is all preliminary right now. Some of these lines will move. I think, like, Moon, for, like, cash games, like, I think Munoz will be popular, like, for cash games especially. So I think there's a solid floor. If he, you know, wrestles against Carl Deaton, wins a decision, I mean, I think he has an 85, 85, 90 points. He could. I mean, he could put up a lot more also. So for cash, I mean, for cash, typically, I mean, you're probably going to fit in both, both uh, main event fighters, right? Holly Holm. Myra Buena Silva, right? Really, the decision in cash games is whether or not you play Terrence McKinney. Because he obviously has a ceiling, but he has no floor. Because if he loses the first round, you're getting nothing, right? Play You play the main event. You play Jack Della Madalena up top, right? You play Alexander Munoz in the middle. You got 7,900. I mean, if you played McKinney, McKinney and... Prado, I mean, you're you're just asking for it now. If you play McKinney and Prado in cash, both these guys can get knocked out and you get like two points from them. But they have the highest upside in this range, 49-9. I think it's more likely if you want the safest floor, you take this and maybe maybe play someone like Estella, Estella Nunez. Maybe you, pl- you play Tucker Lutz against Bagdasarian. You got, what, 8,800? Yeah, you play Alan Perez, right, uh, for in the female fight. Right, you end up playing three women. This is probably the highest floor lineup. Right, Della Madalena, Perez, Munoz, Lutz, Buena Silva, Holm. This probably will be decently popular, I guess, in cash games. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play these types of lineups in in, in GPPs. As 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 usual, the the, the higher priced female fighters are going to be under owned. I think due to Kova with her inside, her inside the distance line is plus 135, which is better than Bagdasarian, better than Costa, better than Jung Young Park, better than Munoz, better than, than, than a lot of fighters on the slate. And I have her in like the high teens. Maybe she'll be even lower than that. The only difference is that I don't know how owned Estella Nunes is going to be. I think she'll be in the high teens. So, like, choosing between Dudakova and Bagdasarian, it's like you get a lot more leverage with Bagdasarian than you do with Dudakova, only because Lutz is probably going to be very owned. I have him at 26 right now, but I could see him being over 30. Because for 7K, at plus 127 money line, I mean, 
I mean, that stands out. 7K fighter with grappling upside. It's 44% win probability. People are going to see it. That's, that's not going to go under the radar. Say for McKinney. McKinney has plus 160 inside the distance line for 7,500. He ain't going under the radar. And then playing one of the Prado is one of the fights, you know, Prado and the Zatar. That fight, for the, what, 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 what's the fight does not go to the distance in, in this one. Fight goes, the fight doesn't go the distance. I, minus 400 fight ends inside the distance. The under one and a half is minus 175. So yeah, so this is going to be a popular target also. Especially at in the mid in the mid range, right? 8200 8000. That 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 the closest fight. When you figure that probably whoever wins is going to score well because it's going to come by way of a knockout. And an early an earlier knockout. So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the first look. The first look see Right, I fill out my sheet. I, I fill out my sheet this sheet last night. Look through it, see what we got. Overowned, underowned, as of now, based on you know the RG numbers mixed with my own number, which will change. I mean, from I, I, the main of the main event is going to be overowned as of right now. I think I think a lot of the mid run. I think a lot of I think Munoz is going to be in GPP. Munoz is going to be overowned. At twenty eight percent, based on the numbers that I have now, home and park overowned. Who else is overowned? Tucker Lutz is going to be overowned. I don't have Terrence McKinney is overowned. I have Terrence McKinney is probably 40 percent to be like properly owned because he's plus one sixty inside the distance. Underowned, bagged. I bagged Azarian and Dudakova. I think those are going to be under owned. Even Maxim. Because I think Elder is going to get more ownership. People don't play Della Maddalena. I think people will be more likely to play Evan Elder at 9,400 than they would to play Maxim Dudakova and Bagdasarian. And if they go down even further, they're more likely to play Costa with the plus 150 inside the distance line. But Sadikoff, I have, is under owned at like 24%. And that's leverage against McKinney. And then as of right now, if if a Prado and a Zaitar are both like 26% owned, they're a little they're a little bit under owned. Because this fight, I mean, essentially this fight ends in the first round by either fighter, like over a quarter of the time. And if they're only going to be owned around that, like, like, dude, that's 90 to 100 points right there, minimum. Right, Durayev I have as as, as overowned also. This is as of now, I don't know. I haven't filled everything out. I'm just looking, just based on the betting lines as they look now. So yeah, if you have any questions, you could obviously throw them into the YouTube chat as well as stop by our Discord. Right, sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. Right, you get access to our premium Discord. We have uh, channels with uh, with every sport. Every sport, there's an MMA channel. You can post in there. I also have my own channel. It's called Blender's Game Theory. That's the best place to talk to me, right? If you want access to me pretty much whenever you want, that's that's where, not my Twitter DMs, not, you know, even, even this show. If you want personalized attention, you go to, the, you go to that channel. You can post whatever you want. I, I, could, I could spend hours in there 
teaching people stuff, answering questions, talking about whatever it is that you want. Sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. You get that. And then like twice a month, around twice a month, sometimes three times a month, I do group coaching calls on Zoom. Even more personalized attention. Typically, they're very small groups. Probably get three, four, sometimes up to 10. And then basically just get on. You could ask me whatever you want. Go share your screen. I can share my screen. We could, you know, get individualized help. You want to show me your roto tracker. You want to show me, you know, your process, your Excel stuff or anything you want. We have conversations. We have, you know, walkthroughs and anything it is. It's a value add. It doesn't cost extra. All you have to be is a Roto Grinders premium subscriber. And you know what? The next one of those is in 35 minutes. So I'm doing one of those at noon today, right? And I, you'll, all you have to do is join that channel, sign up for Roto Grinders premium, join the Discord. You'll see the Blenders Game Theory channel. Then I post a link five minutes before we start. And if you could even sign up for my alerts in there, if you put the little like exclamation point in my name, It'll sign you up to the Discord alerts. So whenever I have an alert, I'll be like, ah, reminder, tomorrow we got a call or something. Whenever I want to post an alert, you'll you'll get those said right to your phone. So join me today, right? And Andrew Garcia says, or we talk about punk music. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. It's your time, right? Sometimes no one has anything to talk about. We talk about poker or something or punk rock. Sports betting, any, I mean, literally anything. It's just, uh, I'm here. What do you want to talk about? If no one has anything to talk about. I mean, then then we're done. Because I'm, I'm here all the time anyway. I don't need to talk to myself. I already talk to myself here all the time, every morning. So sign up for Roto Grinders Premium. Join me 35 minutes from now. Group coaching call, but also you'll be able to listen to the MMA Ground and Pound podcast. Get all the projections, get all the stuff for the MMA slate tomorrow. Crunch time is free, though. So if you hit that thumbs up button and hit that subscribe button, tune in tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. And that'll be after I've already built my lineups, right? This is just the first look, right? So I don't, I don't even, I don't, I don't even have everything filled out, but you get kind of a, kind of a sense of how I'm viewing the slate. How you should view the slate. But you get all, all everything else to build your lineups, lineup HQ, everything else by being a Roto Grinders premium member. I'd love to see you. And uh and we're back on we're back on the we're back on the ship, right? We got baseball today. I already I already got some uh my prize picks and my underdog stuff in. Can't wait till September 28th. You know what's September 28th? The official launch of mobile sports betting in the state of Kentucky. Once September 28th comes around, I don't have to necessarily deal with underdog and prize picks as much. I may after a couple of days when, you know, I get limited from like half the sites that exist, but hopefully I'll get all the promos, cash in all those promos. We can talk more about that. We can talk about sports betting. We can talk about DFS. We can talk about baseball. We can talk about MMA. You got NFL coming up soon. I'm, I don't play the preseason, but if you have any questions about that, feel free. Send them in, questions at theoryofdfs.com, and they get covered on the show. Send those in, questions at theoryofdfs.com, and I'll be back 
I'll be back next week. We're back to the normal schedule. It's after the All-Star break where I'm here answering your DFS strategy questions like I always do. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.